0: hey welcome to the live full podcast this show exists to help you pursue word and spirit for everyday life my name is Cassidy Bonar and we're continuing our series on decision making in the spirit and this episode we're going to be covering what is the role of counsel for spirit-led decisions that's where we're going let's get started We've been going through a series on decision making in the spirit and we've covered word prayer our last episode was on prophecy what is the role of prophecy and spirit-led decisions and now we're covering counsel what is the role of of counsel as we're making decisions when when do i go to someone for counsel when do i not go to someone for counsel are there certain decisions that require more counselors What should the role of counsel be? What does God's word say about about counsel? We know the Lord, he is the wonderful counselor, that it is in his character that he counsels us. But what does it mean to bring other people into our decisions, other brothers and sisters into our decisions? Who do we go to? When do we go to them? Uh, How does the spirit even, how does he move through the voice of our brothers and sisters in, in the church? Um... And we even see being being a part of the body of Christ. God has given many members um, to build up the body. What does it mean to go to a brother or sister specifically and, and ask for them to listen to the Spirit on our behalf in a decision that that we're making? And mm-hmm. we even want to start. Proverbs has so much to say about what the role of counsel is. Um, Joey, would you start us in the word of God?
1: Yeah, where where the the scriptures are going to lead us is reminding us of what we've been talking about through this series is you're not alone when it comes to decision-making. You're not on your own. And we've been emphasizing a lot in this series how God really cares about your decisions in our series on knowing the charismatic God. Remember, we, we talked so much about how God is a God who speaks and shows who he is and how he wants to do that in our decision making. He wants to both give counsel to us through his word, but he also wants to manifest his presence Mm -hmm. in really powerful ways in our decision making. Now, uh, that emphasis of you can really yourself go to God and hear from him is right, but Something that could be missed in that emphasis is that the Holy Spirit moves through his body, the body of Jesus, through the body of Christ, every member working properly. The whole body works together Mm -hmm. to help the church, uh, help individuals of the church make decisions. And God, so when we're saying God can really lead you in powerful ways, we don't merely mean in isolation, just you and God, but God can also work through others to speak prophetically, to give wisdom, to give counsel, to sharpen your decision making so that you know God more through your brothers and sisters. Mm as you're making decisions. Now, Proverbs 11, 4 says, when there is no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors, mm-hmm. there's safety. Mm-hmm. And that's so true. That's what the body of Christ gives us is perspective. Mm-hmm. Whereas in our... Uh, just on our own, we're just one part of the body. When it comes to our decisions, we can only see so far. We can only see so much of our motivations. We can only see so much of the factors. Also, we're not meant to be able to discern God's will for us on our own. We need the body to open up our perspective to see mm-hmm. other um, other facets facets of what God might be saying. To see the factors. To have an outside look in on our decision. Mm-hmm. And I love when when the proverb says there's safety. There's safety. That means the body of Christ in a lot of ways serves as a safety net for us against some of the ways that we might think we're making a good decision, but really we're walking into a pit um, where we think we're seeing really clearly, but really we have a blind spot. There's safety in counsel. So we're, we're going to dive into that in this episode. But there's also a lot of tension when it comes to, uh, how to seek counsel in decision making, and if you've been as a follower of Jesus, if, if you've come up to a decision, you know it because it's the question of: Okay, I feel like I have a lot of clarity on this from the Lord. Do I need to like confirm this with someone else? Is, do I do I have to get counsel every time? Okay, if I do need to get counsel, who should I get counsel from? It, it's, is it the whole local church? Is it my pastors? Is it my friend? If I'm just going to my friends but not my pastor, am I missing out on a key part of of counsel? So, uh, in general, the scriptural view of counsel is positive. Yeah, you should seek counsel. But it's not so clear-cut. Like, how, how do we get counsel? To whom do we go for counsel? Um, and... Uh, and, and there, yeah, there's just a lot of, a lot of things that we can cover in this episode. And one of the, the ways we see this tension, you look at Galatians one, for example, and Paul talking about the beginning of his ministry. And he says, uh, he says that, let me see, uh, in verse 15 in Galatians one, he said, but when he who had set me apart before I was born and who called me by his grace was pleased to reveal his son to me. I love that. Um, God is pleased to reveal the son to mm. us. But he says, in order that I might preach him among the Gentiles. Remember Jesus very clear in Acts 9. Paul is my chosen instrument to go to the Gentiles. And he says, uh, "He says, in order that I might preach him among the Gentiles. This is what Paul says. I did not immediately consult with anyone, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who are apostles before me, but I went away into Arabia and returned again to Damascus. So what, what is Paul saying here? I received something so clearly from the Lord that I didn't mm-hmm. uh, go through the proper channels. I didn't go to the apostles and make sure that they were okay with it. I didn't immediately, hey, you know, I'm new to this. Should I should I definitely do this? or No, he said, I didn't immediately consult with anyone. And, and it's interesting that uh, this comes right after Galatians 1, where Paul says in verse 10 uh, for, am I now seeking the approval of man mm-hmm. or of God, or am I trying to please man? If I, if I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. So that's the tension I'd love to talk out with you, Cassidy, biblically is that there is an aspect of, of course, of counsel that is wise, good, helpful, We see it all throughout. The spirit wants to speak through the body of Christ. But sometimes it it can lean toward, I think Paul is getting at this, that sometimes we get counsel when actually God's already told us what to do and we Mm -hmm. just need to obey him. And we're delaying obedience by going to counselors that we hope maybe would talk us out of our decision. Or um, maybe we're going and getting counsel not because we don't yet know God's will and we want the discernment of the body, but we kind of want to check to make sure everyone's okay with our decision. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, I'm going to talk to you about this so that I'm kind of, you know, checking off the box so that when I make this decision, you don't feel left out. And I'm making sure everyone approves of the decision I'm going to make. And that that's different than being in this place of saying, no, I really need this God's will. I don't, I've kind of come to the limits of my understanding of the situation. I want to seek the the council of, of the body of Christ. So would you speak a little bit to that in terms of when do we need to get counsel from believers when it comes to decisions and maybe start to touch on like, where, where is it that there are actually situations that no you need to just not immediately consult with anyone, but go and obey God.
0: Mm-hmm. I think I've, I've heard a lot of times from, People this question, and then I've often had myself of what when do I go to someone? And I think a good, or I hear many times people say like, oh yeah, I don't I don't know what to do in this decision, and um and have asked them, have you asked the Lord yet? And in a very like gentle, you know, gracious way. And that many times I've heard, oh, I ha- I haven't yet asked him, or just even of we can ask the Lord to. Lord, who should I go to? Do you have anyone else for me to go to? And um, who are those people that we can, when we're sitting there not knowing that that is something that we can ask God. And um, just even coming back to fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Yeah. And even fearing God and who do you want me to ask? um, And asking people that aren't just going to tell us what we want to hear, but will listen on our behalf, like listen to the spirit on on our behalf. People that you know will want to put God's voice above the voice of anything else, the voice of internal fear we may have, the voice of the decision or whatever it may be and um yeah that we we can ask the lord that and there's no there's really no formula because because every uh, the lord even says his word is a lamp unto our feet and the and many are the um Many are the plans in in the mind of man or um, the heart mm-hmm. plans uh, its way, but the Lord establishes yeah. our steps. And I love even that closeness of God. He wants to walk. It, yes. He walks in step with us. Um, whom do we have to f- fear? The Lord holds our right hand. He's not letting go. And in every, in every decision, God wants to, he, he's going to establish our steps and he's not he's not a football field ahead of us just waiting Mm -hmm. for us to, to get there. Um, and I, I think, I think too, we see, we see different instances in the scriptures where, um, where we see brothers and sisters going to council and then also immediately following the spirit. Just even when Jesus called the first disciples and said, drop your nets and follow me, they didn't just, they didn't say, okay, one second, Jesus. And, go consult someone they, and I mean, not only
1: that but the the <clears throat> disciple who said that and said hey can I first go can I first go home and and do this can I first do this and this Jesus Jesus saw right through it and said that's it's delayed it like I am a lord who's worthy of immediate mm-hmm. obedience mm-hmm. Um, so yeah you're exactly right they yeah. dropped their nets and followed yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have a fly <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> studio that oh done <laughs>
0: i'm glad that you got it i was was trying to hold him laughter (laughs) joey does not like the flies um i don't blame you but uh but (laughs) there's yeah so i think i even think about um we even see in acts acts 21 when paul he is um he's on his missionary journey and He's going to Jerusalem. Um, we even talked about this some um, in the last yeah. episode, uh, talking about the prophet Agabus prophesying that Paul was going to experience affliction um, in Jerusalem. And in Acts 21, after Agabus spoke this prophetic word, the people that were surrounding Paul um, urged him. It, it's Acts 21, 12, Um, the people urged him to not go up to Jerusalem. And Paul answered, what are you doing, weeping and breaking my heart? For I'm ready not only to be imprisoned, but even to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. And since he would not be persuaded, they seized and said, let the will of the Lord be done. So it's just interesting because we see that. These are brothers and sisters that love Paul. They're urging him not to go. But Paul's saying, I I have to follow the Holy Spirit. And if he if he had obeyed the voice of the people urging him not to go, then he wouldn't have gone to yeah. Jerusalem. But Paul feared the voice of, of the Lord and um, says that he's ready to go and even die there for the name of the Lord Jesus. And he wasn't... Yeah, he wasn't persuaded by man, even going back to he wasn't living for the approval of God. You can't be Mm -hmm. a servant of man and a servant of God at the same time. Um, And then the people stopped and said, let the will of the Lord be done. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's an interesting instance where we see, you know, these are people that loved Paul and were brothers and sisters. And they're telling him not to go. Yet he still says, I have to go.
1: And they, I think it's, it's a really good tension in Acts 21 because it even says in verse four that in the spirit, they were telling him not to go. And then in the spirit, Paul was compelled, convinced to go to Jerusalem. And I think it's that, I love how you pointed out right there when they said the will of the Lord be done. I think it was this recognition of, okay, by the compassion and care and kindness of Jesus, we really don't want Paul to go to Jerusalem. And then also we're recognizing by the zeal, boldness urgency of Christ Paul's compelled to go to Jerusalem and that's where these really good friends these really good counselors Mm -hmm. around Paul say yeah we believe we were led by the spirit to give this counsel and we believe that the will of the Lord the will of the Lord will be done here Mm -hmm. through Paul Um, I'd love to I'd love to touch on so we're we're, I think two kind of big categories for us um, Cassidy to cover is on one hand, when is it that you shouldn't get counsel? Because we kind of touch on this a little bit. And then secondly, when you get counsel, how should you go about that? I think mm-hmm. are, are the kind of two big uh, buckets I'd love to cover. The first question is, when is it that you shouldn't get, or when when is it that you should not get counsel? Like uh, like Paul, when he says, I, I didn't consult with anyone. Um, and... Uh, he didn't. He he was so compelled by going forth with Jesus that I think he would have sensed that going around and, and saying, "Hey, you know, I feel like I heard this from Jesus that I should do this." What do y'all think? Just would have been this almost dishonoring of how clear God had been with him. Um, so I, I'll start us off on this, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this as well. Like, when should when do you not need to get counsel, or mm-hmm. when when should you not get counsel? Well, if, uh, a few things there. You even look back on the, the gifts that we covered, gifts for spirit-led decisions. We started with word, prayer, prophecy. Now we're on counsel. Well, the very the first thing I would say about this is you shouldn't get counsel when you're reading the word and you you know that the word is mm-hmm. clear. You know mm-hmm. that the word is clear about the matter. So if the Bible, if God through his spirit has already spoken to you on the matter through his scriptures and it's clear, You don't need to go around and ask because what can happen there is you're just going to ask enough people until you find one person who says, like the serpent, I don't know if God did really say that. I don't know if God really meant it that way. And you're kind of going around the council until you find the serpent's voice telling you, "Uh, God did say that, but come on, like if you continue down that road of disobedience, you're not really going to die. Like, <laughs> and, and that's, that's been the serpent's voice since Genesis three and a lot, and in a lot of ways, like Eve in conversation with the serpent was listening to the spirit, to the, to the serpent's counsel rather than the voice of the Lord. We can do that. So when the word has been clear, don't seek counsel because the only the only reason you would go and seek counsel about it if the word is clear is to find a way Mm -hmm. out a way toward disobedience now if you're wrestling over something where you're in a matter and you you need understanding of the scriptures like genuinely you you don't know some like a question about something the scriptures are saying It is not only okay, but really good to go Mm. to your pastors, to go to teachers in your church. Those who have been clothed by the Spirit, to understand and teach God's word. God doesn't want you like you have access to the scriptures to understand them through the Holy spirit. Just like you have access to the mind of God through the spirit, but you're not meant to do it alone. And God has gifted teachers and pastors to be able to impart to you wisdom. Like that, that is one of the roles of a shepherd is to guard sound doctrine to guard the flock. So go to them. Mm -hmm. But if the word's clear, don't, and you know, the word's clear, don't seek counsel. Another thing though, is If through prayer and prophecy, which were our other uh, gifts that we talked about for spirit-led decisions, God has made it so abundantly clear. And it's also, it's nothing that goes in contradiction to his word, but God has made it so abundantly clear Mm -hmm. in prayer and in prophecy that to delay obedience would be dishonoring how clear God was Mm -hmm. with his voice. Um, and, and also a lot of times this comes with an urge, like it'll come just with a spirit given urgency to, to obey God. Like the example I talked about in the last episode where the Lord told me I didn't need to be dating anyone. That was a great example of it was so clear that if I had the next morning said, all right, let me meet up with Drew uh, who was discipling me at the time. Let me meet up with Drew and ask him what he thinks about this. I think the spirit would have immediately just said, no, no, no I have already spoken to you on this. Like mm-hmm. your next step is to go and obey. And sometimes mm-hmm. your next step is not counsel. Your next step is to go and obey. Mm-hmm. So when the spirit is really clear, I even had a moment on this uh, about this yesterday where I was in my time in the word with the Lord in the morning and just feel like Kelly and I right now, Uh, and our family are in a moment of like, we just feeling some spiritual attack over our home. And I felt the spirit prompt me to say like, we need to fast together. Kelly and Mm -hmm. I need to fast together. And I came to, I came to Kelly and I, Kelly is clothed with wisdom. And so I'm, I seek her counsel more than anyone else. Um, because God has just gifted her with, with counsel, which is amazing. Um, so I go to her with counsel all the time but with this I, I went ahead and did that and i said hey what do you what do you think about us potentially fasting and praying and as soon as i said it i felt this check from the holy spirit just nudge on my heart and i i felt i i kind of reworded it i said actually actually let me reword that i feel like we should I feel like we should fast and pray. Would like, would you maybe? Do you want to enter into that with me? And it, would, it that was a great like little little tiny example mm-hmm. of the difference of I was just about to seek counsel and when I said it. The Spirit just said, "No, no, no. I've already made it clear. You don't need more counsel on this." Now, on the other hand, there are times when you really, there are times where you think you don't need counsel, and and this is I know this has been the case um, with me at times in my walk with Jesus, where you don't think you need counsel but you really, really do need counsel. Mm-hmm. And um, where you mistake really strong conviction with, um, with I don't know, y- you don't see the blind spots in it. And for brothers and sisters listening to this, I would say, I'd say this. How do you know when maybe you're convinced I don't need counsel, but really you ought to seek counsel? I mean, the, the major way I'd say is the farther that you are from the light, the more you need A brother or a sister to bring a flashlight Mm -hmm. into your situation Mm -hmm. so if you are in a season where you're in deep suffering and grief and you're just processing through a lot of emotions if you're in a place where you are struggling with habitual sin and you're you're in a rut of of sinning again and again and again um if you're in a place where you're struggling with your faith with belief in god In those seasons especially, you should distrust your isolated conviction. Mm -hmm. And in those seasons, there's no condemnation for that. It's just you need to, in those seasons, have the self-awareness of recognizing, I'm not going to trust that I'm seeing clearly right now. If I'm not walking in the light, I need brothers and sisters to bring the flashlight Mm -hmm. of counsel. Um, So in those moments, I, I mean, in a really micro way, like for me, if I'm just tired... Like if I just didn't get a good night's sleep, I don't trust my convictions often. Like I'll be slower to say, "Oh, I'm feeling this and sensing this." Let me just go after it. Um, When I'm in a place, when I'm in that place, I'm gonna be more in a. I'm gonna be more prone to let me sit on this. Let me maybe ask. Kelly asked somebody else whether I should go down that road. Like, let me sit on this in prayer and just give it some time of waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, just be aware of yourself as sometimes you're going to be convinced you don't need counsel, but you really do. Before we move on to how to seek counsel and how the kind of the process of seeking counsel, anything else you, you would say about when you shouldn't seek counsel or when not to seek counsel?
0: The only thing I think I would add to that is, uh, Kind of building off of when you're saying when the when in the spirit and, and through prayer, God has made it just really really yeah. clear over over what to do, over where where you're to go, and I think um, even going back to other episodes where we talked about when we're we're hidden in Christ and we have the mind of Christ and abiding in Christ and him abiding in us and staying in step with him and walking closely with him, then we can trust that the Holy Spirit, like he's interceding for us and and staying and praying in the spirit and, um, praying without ceasing. that when we're walking closely with Christ, then we're, it, it's not the, oh no, I have to make this decision and you freak out and you're like, I haven't talked to God in two months of even going to the, okay, I need to actually wait on the Lord and not make haste and, in yeah. making this, this decision. And so if you're, um, if you've been in a season where like not, I think in the sense of, um, when we are staying hidden in Christ, like not overthinking like, oh no, what if I take this step or this step or this step? Um, but trusting just even the Spirit's work within you as you're like abiding in Him daily. Yeah, um, that makes daily. sense. But...
1: Kind of the opposite of if you're not walking in the light, you need flashlights. On the other hand, like if you if you are being filled with the Spirit and, and you're in a season of health and you're in a season of clarity and a season of peace, it doesn't mean trust all of your convictions trust all of your ideas trust all of your decisions but just yeah you can have a little bit more confidence of if there's conviction in the word conviction in prayer conviction through Mm -hmm. a prophetic word or something like that 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 you can you can press on and Mm -hmm. yeah Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and i think even and if you're in the opposite season of straying from the lord even trusting you know, hopefully, Lord willing, there's brothers and sisters around you that are going to encourage, like encourage one another daily, lest you'll be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin of you can trust your brothers and sisters that want to bring you, bring you back to the, to the Lord and speak into your life and speak into the, the strength. But. Um, I don't think I would add anything else.
1: That's really good. So let's, let's then talk about how to step into seeking counsel, Mm -hmm. because I think there's ways that even in a desire to seek counsel, there's ways we can go about it that are less than helpful. One of those would be, uh, making the error of Rehoboam and, Uh, Rehoboam being Solomon's son who is in this place of everyone after Solomon was like can you come and make the the load easier on us because Solomon you know he got a lot done for Israel but hard pressed the people for sure to get it done and they came and, and asked Rehoboam like would you lighten your load he goes to some counselors that almost put they the counselors put rehoboam in a position of that was kind of difficult and more humble and and saying yeah i'll i will ease the load and then he went to his friends and other counselors who kind of puffed him up and like put him in a and i think the i don't remember the exact line but i think the line they said is like tell them that tell them to say, or uh, go to them and say, my, my, um, my pinky is thicker than my father's leg or something. I don't remember. I think it's something like that. It was, it's a weird uh, Hebrewism, but, um, but they're essentially say, go to the people and say, oh, you thought my, you thought my dad was, was harsh. I'm going to double the load. And in that position, what are they doing for Heboam? they're, they're putting him in a place where, oh yeah, you're don't, don't uh, ease up on these people. Don't be soft. Like you, you show them you're, you're just as tough as Solomon was. Now, the principle there is when it comes, and he obviously made, he made a decision, and uh, he chose the wrong council, and it divided the entire kingdom. So that was mm-hmm. a bad choice. Um, <laughs> now, the principle there is when we go to council, sometimes um, we can tend to go to friends that we know are going to affirm us. So I'm, I'm wrestling with this, and you pick the friends that always say, yeah, yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, that's good. That, yeah, that's great. Oh, yeah. You're, you keep going. Friends that, that will only affirm you and don't challenge you. Mm-hmm. And so in the selection of who you're going to go to counsel, just think about it. Do I want – am I going to people who are going to affirm me, or do I have Elijah's – Elisha's in my life that are willing to speak a hard word to me like we we said we were talking about this yesterday Cassie and we said godly count or a godly counsel gives God's counsel Mm -hmm. like godly counselors give god's counsel which means they're not going to just speak what makes you feel good they're not going to just affirm what you're doing they're going to go to god seek god and believe that god can give them wisdom and counsel Mm -hmm. and then speak it to you so so first Mm -hmm. think about who you're going to and don't just go and seek counsel for affirmation Mm -hmm. on the other hand um seek out the gifts of the spirit that can help in decision making. I think it is not just okay, but good to select your counselors based on how they're gifted by the Holy Spirit. We said earlier, if you're wrestling over a matter of doc a matter of doctrine, a matter of a, a verse in scripture and you're wrestling through it, God is clothed teachers and pastors shepherds to be able to help you discern through the apostles teaching and the scriptures to be able to know what God has said in Mm -hmm. his word
0: Mm -hmm. when
1: you're coming up against decisions think about it who who in your life around you is gifted in prophecy who around you is gifted with discernment of spirits who is gifted with words of wisdom I think about my life and and my decisions and I I it's not a formal thing really but I do have this like team of counselors with Cassidy you being one of them Catherine who's producing in the room right now being another of um, I think of Glenn uh, My mentor who's clothed with the spirit of discernment. Kelly clothed with wisdom Um, uh, Cassidy and Catherine clothed with prophecy um uh think of my my friend Bobby clothed with wisdom um, and and counsel so there are believers who when you go to them you know they are going to seek god and expect to hear from god on mm-hmm. the matter and that's a difference like there's some friends in christ some brothers and sisters in christ and I, I hope this is less and less so in the church as we go on but who you'll come to them with a matter oh yeah i'll pray over that thanks thanks for sharing that with me i'll pray over that but they don't mean it they don't they don't steward it? They're they're gonna hear that and maybe they'll check in with you on it if they're you know if they're intentional to ch- check in with you on it in a couple of weeks. But did they seek God? Did they actually ask God? Or did they just hear what you said and let me okay, let me give you my two cents. You don't, when it comes to decision-making in the spirit, you don't want people who are going to give you their two cents. You want people who are going to seek God's wisdom, Mm -hmm. seek the the priceless wisdom that comes from the scriptures and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, So go to people, like, don't, don't, uh, Don't go to people who are just going to affirm you, but also go to people who are like Elijah, like prophets. Mm -hmm. Um, Go to those who are clothed with wisdom, discernment, who have a track record of coming back and not just saying, hey, how'd that decision go? But saying, hey, I've been praying over that decision for you, and here's, here's my thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. And there, that's not the whole body of Christ. There are, there, are some in the church who you'll find when they get a when they get a prayer request, when they get a, hey, can you pray for me over this? They feel the stewardship, and then the Spirit clothes them with power to steward that faithfully. Mm.
0: That uh, that even makes me think of. Um, I was trying to remember where it was, and I think it's in Second Kings when, just even to someone who's listening, who maybe they believe they're they're going around God by going to a brother or sister seeking, um, how you were talking about the spiritual gifts in brothers and sisters of you are not going around God by going to a brother or sister who's gifted in prophecy or wisdom because those gifts are manifestations of the Spirit. Yes. And the Spirit is God. And so a way to even go to God is going to brothers and sisters seeking the Holy Spirit's voice within them. And I was thinking about it's second King. If you're oh, thinking
1: about the references, Second Kings 22.
0: Oh, okay, it's yes. Messiah
1: seeking the prophetess. Yes. So yeah. jo-
0: or King Josiah at the time, he tells his officials because he the book of the laws revealed, then he sees that all the people are that he's reigning over or are disobeying the lord and he tells his officials he um he uses the language in 22 uh go, 13 yeah 13 there it is go inquire of the lord for me and for the people um, and for all of Judah concerning the words of this book that has been found the book of the law that was found because the wrath of the lord was was kindled and anyway it, this story is about how then these officials king Josiah tells them go inquire of the lord and then they go to a prophetess um yeah who holda and she She speaks and says, thus says the Lord, and then gives this word and even has a specific word for Josiah in it. She specifically tells Josiah um, because she knows because the Lord has told her that the people are disobeying, um, they're doing evil things. But she says to Josiah specifically, like the Lord has seen your repentance. You tore your clothes in distress. Yeah. The Lord, she's basically telling him the Lord knows your heart and this punishment isn't coming to, to you. The Lord's not going to destroy um, you. You will go to your grave in in peace. You won't see the the disaster that comes. Mm-hmm. And I just, I I love that of, they're, they're told to go inquire of the Lord and they, and that the Lord, um, they're going to the Lord by going to this prophetess and the Lord is speaking through her. Um, and just of, we can go to our brothers and sisters and and inquire of the Lord and say, Holy Spirit, will you speak through this yeah. brother? Will you speak through the sister? I would even, I would even encourage many of you of if, you're, if the Lord has led you someone to go to before you even bring up the decision that you're trying to make, ask the Holy Spirit to put it on their heart before you even speak to them. Or um, ask the Lord, will you, when I talk to this person, Spirit, will you speak to them? And actually go into that conversation expecting the Holy Spirit's going to speak. And um, through your brother and sister to build, to ultimately build you up in love, and, and um, to be able to see Jesus and uh and I can I can name so many times where um, in prayer or in in consulting a brother or sister and praying for that time that I've heard the Holy Spirit speak through them and give wisdom or discernment or teaching in in a decision that I'm making, and so it really. I think just hearing it, it really does honor God to expect much of how He wants to move through His people.
1: Yeah, would you mind sharing share the story of um, you going to Catherine before coming on to live full? Yeah, you know what I'm that is. I, I think that when you said that, um, that's a story that came to my mind. Yeah, yep.
0: before I um, before I entered into this work, I was even. Because of no, even going back to what Joey was saying of knowing the gifts of your brothers and sisters, knowing Cat's gifted in prophecy, I was praying, Holy Spirit, will you tell, um, will you tell Cat about where the Lord is is leading me in liftful before I even talk to her of like to um, come on staff? You mean by the way? Yeah, yeah to yeah. to come on staff, yeah. um, and. Uh, yeah, I just, I just kept praying that I just kept praying that the Lord would tell her before I told her, um, and kept waiting on the Lord, waiting on the Lord, praying. And, um, and then, uh, I, I wish I could remember what date I was about to say it was uh I was about to say the date but I can't remember no, what that what would have been a was, really good memory. I remember hanging out with Kat and um and her saying that as she was driving as she was driving in the car to come hang out with me that the Lord told her that I uh, would be joining the work of Live Full on staff and that it was the Holy Spirit leading me into this work and I, that was that was even what the Lord kept. Bringing before me as I was seeking His face of this is where the Holy Spirit is leading me, um, over and over and over again. And so, just even hearing the Lord's voice through her of all the more affirmation of yes, this is the Holy Spirit leading me into this work. It's not Joey. It's not. Um, it's not anything else but the Holy Spirit. And yeah. she spoke that word, and I just got to experience the kindness of of God, and that He even answered. Um, just telling her this before I even I even told her, and and driving the car. I love that. I love the. I was like, I was just driving the car. The spirit can speak at any yeah. at any moment. It doesn't matter if you're in the car or walking on the sidewalk or wherever. The spirit mm. he dwells within us, and he's ready, ready yeah. to speak.
1: Yeah, praise God. He really is. I've I've experienced that so many times. Where I think the more it's it's a it's a cycle of expectation. The more you seek out counsel from those who are clothed by the Spirit and receive the counsel of the Spirit from them, the more you expect going into decisions to hear from the Spirit. So that expectation of, okay, I'm coming into this, would you, even before I ask, like talk about this, would you put it on their heart? That comes from that comes from sowing into mm-hmm. the spirit over past decisions. Mm-hmm. And I've found that so many times, the same thing of like if I, when I'm meeting with those who are clothed by the spirit and I'm coming against, i just, I ask God, God, I want to hear from you. Would you speak? And And he's so, he's so, James one generous mm-hmm. to give wisdom without reproach. He's generous in the mm-hmm. way that he guides us. So in seeking counsel, I think I think that is the that's the difference. There's times where the Lord you're coming up against this decision, and it, even in your communion with God and your close friendship with Jesus, um, He's only letting you. He's only giving you so much light to be mm-hmm. able to see the direction down. And and instead of getting out in, in despair and frustration, maybe he just wants you to wait for a season and bring in others into the decision who mm-hmm. are not going to give you, again, their two cents, not just going to affirm you, but seek God's counsel mm-hmm. and discernment. And part, I think part of the reason he does that, he wants the joy. He wants you to experience the joy of sharing in this moment of experiencing God's discernment with the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Like Catherine got to experience in that joy with you, and you got to experience in the joy of being seen by God through Catherine. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's that's one of the reasons why God does it. So when you feel like, yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't been brought to the finish line on this decision through just word prayer prophecy like I think need to bring in the body of Christ bring it before the Lord one thing also I touched on a little bit earlier but fasting I'm not sure if what brought this up when we talked about word and prayer but have found fasting and prayer uh fasting and praying to be especially helpful in these moments of decision and one thing you can do with some godly counselors especially in these in big moments of decisions and ask them if they would join you even if just fasting from one meal if they would join you in hearing um hearing from the lord mm-hmm. on it really like I've, i have really good friends who have even just they've taken the pro um being proactive in that and saying, okay, yeah, I think I'm going to fast for you on that on Wednesday. If you, if, and they, they actually invite me into fasting with them about my decision. (laughs) Like that's, that is, that's, those are really good friends and really good counselors. Um, so, uh, spend time in fasting and praying and just wait on the Lord. And just like we said about prophecy again with counsel, test everything. Test everything. Bring everything before the Lord, um, and trust that He is going to give discernment. He the will, just like the the uh, the friends of Paul in Acts twenty one were able to recognize. If we'll seek Him, if we'll listen to Him, in the abundance of counselors, like the will of the Lord is going to be done. In the abundance of counselors, there is safety. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, seek. Seek Mm -hmm. counsel, especially seek counsel of those who are clothed with the spirit. If you're in the position like Josiah, inquire of the Lord by, yes, it's okay to say, you know what? We could go to everyone, but especially Huldah, that's a great name, Huldah, the prophetess, if you're looking for a Bible name to name your kid (laughs) after Huldah, go to Huldah, like, it's okay to recognize, you know what, holda is especially clothed with the spirit. I'm going to go to holda mm-hmm. for this for this decision. So, um, who are those people in your life? Maybe that's the question for you to ask. Who are the people in your life who are clothed by the spirit to give counsel, prophecy, and discernment in moments of decision? You need them. Mm-hmm. You need them in your life, and if you don't have them, ask God to begin to provide for you friends, counselors who aren't just going to affirm you, aren't just going to give two cents, but are going to seek the Lord with expectation Mm -hmm. on your behalf. Mm -hmm. We've talked through four gifts that God gives in spirit led decisions, word, prayer, prophecy, counsel. In the next episode, we're going to finish by talking about just the gift of freedom that God gives us the gift Mm -hmm. of freedom. Truly. We are free in decision-making as we follow the spirit. Cassidy, I'd love for you to close with an encouragement for those who are in the middle of decision-making, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to seeking counsel.
0: Mm. The I feel like the Lord brought to mind Psalm 33, where he says the counsel of the Lord stands forever, yes, the plans of you, his Lord. heart to all generations. So just trusting the Lord's heart. For you, and yeah. that we can see throughout all generations, it, beginning with Abraham and the oath the Lord made to him, just all the way to Revelation and, and to where we are now, just seeing I can trust the Lord's heart and that his, the Lord's counsel stands forever. Amen. Forever. He's the best counselor. Wonderful I don't know counselor. anyone who counsels yeah. like him. And mm, so you, we can trust him and, and go to him at all times seeking his face, seeking his counsel, um, because it's so sweet, it's so good, and it's, his counsel stands forever. And that's all we have for this episode, and we'll see you next time.